When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is going on, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of the Narcissist Code. I'm your favorite self-aware narcissist, Mr. Lee Hammock, better known as Mental Hilders from TikTok, Instagram, YouTube. You know where to find me at. If this is your first time seeing my face or hearing my voice, I am a diagnosed narcissist, and I use my platform to raise awareness for narcissistic personality disorder, get more people into therapy, and also validate victims and survivors of said disorder. Um, today's episode is going to be going to be about be about <laughs> getting touch right, be about the emotional death. That comes with dealing with a person with narcissistic personality disorder, emotional death, dealing with toxic relationships. You know what I mean? I had to send my soda, y'all. Sorry, I had caffeine be on my mouth. Um, I got some one on ones here in a little bit. I got to wake up, be alert. Um, <clears throat> but what I mean by emotional death is mean when, when what I mean by emotional death is that when you were with a toxic person for so long that you literally die emotional. Emotionally, like your feelings are gone now. You don't feel it for yourself. You don't care about yourself anymore. You don't care about anything else anymore on this planet. Your kid, your kids are getting neglected. You're neglecting yourself. You, but you're trying your hardest to make this narcissistic person happy. Emotional death comes well before physical death. You will die emotionally in a in a toxic relationship well before you die physically. You just will. Due to longevity, sometimes y'all get these crazy people that, that take your life shortly after getting into a relationship with them because they feel like they own you and they belong to you and you try to get out of it. But a lot of times, emo- like the longer you're in a relationship with a narcissist, the more you lose yourself, correct? You know that. You're not who you used to be. You're not who you used to be. You're just not. And it's not, it's just not, a good, not in a good way either. I know some, some people, a lot of people grow. Oh, you know, people have the natural inclination to grow. And become different people. You just do. We just do as a whole. Human beings are going to grow. Physically, you'll grow. Mentally, you'll grow. Emotionally, you'll grow. But the growth stops when you get in a toxic relationship. When you stop nurturing yourself, I always consider your the, the your emotional your emotions as a garden. You have to water your own garden. Me as a narcissist, we water. We use. We water our own. We, we use other people to water our gardens. Like we have gardeners. We have supplies. You see that. You water our gardens, and, but what, while you are watering our garden, you're not. Who's watering yours? And that's how you know you're in a toxic relationship when you are watering somebody else's garden. You're nurturing somebody else's emotions. You're catering to catering and worried about somebody else's feelings, and they're not worried about yours. Nobody's worried about yours. Nobody's taking care of you. You're taking care of everybody else, and nobody's taking care of you. So you start to die slowly emotionally. Emotional death is a real thing And you experience it When you come to the point Where you just die emotionally You feel like you're broken And when you get to that point Where you emotionally, when your emotional death comes to you Your physical body is not far behind And sometimes that's when people get to the point Where they're emotionally dead Where they don't feel like they want to be here anymore That's when it's the, the thoughts of unaliving yourself Come into play That's why you have to water your own garden Take the water hose and splash them on yourself What's the point? Why are you splashing so much on the other, the other person I know you want to love I just want to love them so much Cool You can love them so much But who is loving you? Are you not important? Are you not important to yourself? Who is watering you? 
Because that narcissist is watering themselves. They're going to continue to water themselves. No, not water themselves. They're going to use you to water them. Hey, hey, splash the water over here. Hey, more water, more water. You're like, hey, can I? I hey, I'm, I'm going to go to the gym and water myself a little bit. Nope. You know, what are you going to the gym for? You're going to cheat on me? Nope. Stay here. Take care of these kids. Whatever. Take care of me. Water me. You're not watering yourself. So that's why I'm talking to people on Zoom. That's why I, I, so I ask somebody, even not, just not on Zoom. I even ask people this uh, on my TikTok and my Instagram, my YouTube or whatever, Facebook as well. I ask them, like, what are you doing for yourself? What have you done for yourself recently? And they'll start naming off little stuff. Uh, I take the kids here. I do this with the kids. What are you? No, no, no. I didn't ask you what you did with your kids. I asked what you did for yourself. What are you doing to give give back to yourself emotionally? Do you meditate? Do you journal? Do you write anything down? What are you doing for yourself? Oh, I don't. I haven't done anything myself in a long time. I've just been doing it for everybody else. Of course. And now you now you're dying emotionally. I don't know if I can take it anymore. When you start saying stuff like that, I don't know how much more I can take. That means emotional death. That means you're dying emotionally. It just is. And the narcissist they thrive on it. They're thriving on it because the the more you lose yourself, the more you're giving to them. You lose yourself because you're doing more for them than you do it for yourself. Because they they love they love we love it. Like, ooh, give me that. Give me all the water. Water me. Water me. Pray for me. Don't pray for yourself. Pray for me. Give me all your money. Give me your give me your youth. Give me your exuberance. Give me all of that. And what 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 do I get in return? Nothing. You get me. You get a watered me. You're watering me. And now you have me. But who's going to border me? Who's who's going to give me? You give to yourself. But worry about you're so selfish. You're so you're so selfish. Like why you why you worry about who going to water you? Like goodness gracious, it's so such, such a damn selfish person. You're so emotional. You hear those words right there, y'all. That's how it works right there. I know this topic is a little skewed, y'all. I just thought about this the other day. Like emotional death is real. It just yeah, I know I talked about it before though. You, you in a toxic relationship, you're going to die emotionally well before your body could leave this earth. You just are. And when you die emotionally, I'm telling you, y'all, this is real. This is real. You start to care less about yourself and the people around you, your kids included. And I know you don't want to hear that, but you do. There's no way on this planet you can give your kids 100% love if you don't love yourself. That means you're just going through the motions. There no, there is no way. And your kids deserve more than Your kids deserve better than that. They just do. They just 100% do. If they're not getting the love, care, and affection from, from one parent, and the other parent is just watering the other. The, 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 who's giving it to them? Well, I'm telling you, if you stay in a toxic relationship long enough, I know everybody's situation is going to be different. But the longer you stay in a toxic relationship and your kids know that you're unhappy and they look at you as the healthy parent or whatever, they look at you as the healthy parent, they're going to resent you and the other parent. I'm just, I talked to a woman, I talked to a woman yesterday. I talked to a woman yesterday. I promise you, y'all. She said all her kids had cut her off, all of them. She said, all the kids, my kids don't talk to me because I keep going back to this toxic relationship. So my kids don't have anything to do with me because I keep going back to this toxic relationship and they, they don't want to see me. <clears throat> they see, I mean, they see, they see how unhappy I am, how sad I am. If I keep going back and they don't want to see me, they don't want to see their mom destroy her, destroy herself. I like, oh my goodness, you're emotionally dying. I like you creeping up on emotional death. It's just a nice woman too, y'all. It'd be sad sometimes to see that type of stuff. And they hear that type of stuff. I tell people all the time. I, I try to make it clear to y'all that this generation of kids are cutting cutting their parents off at an astonishing rate. Whatever you call these kids, millennials, Gen Z, Gen X, whatever these kids are, these youth, these young people are these days, they are cutting their their parents off at an astonishing rate. And people, I'm, I would consider myself in kind of middle. I'm right in the borderline of that generation. I'm I'm a baby boomer. I guess I'm 80, 1985. You know what I mean? But the younger generation, 20, 21, 22, yank. 
they go to they go to college. Y'all and y'all be in North Carolina where I'm at. They go to college in California. Don't come back home. <laughs> they like, they they work hard in school so they can get away from home so they don't have to come back home anymore. Like I'm going to hey I'm going to UCLA. What? Why are you getting away from it? Because I won't be in a toxic ass house no more. Your kids don't talk to you no more. They cut you off slowly. Unless they need you financially, they'll cut you off slowly. I'm not telling you, you, your emotional death will affect everybody else around you. But guess what? You got your narcissist, right? You got your toxic person. You got your toxic man or woman that you just don't want to let go of, but you let go of your kids. And they cut you off, and you be mad. Who you be mad at? You be mad at the kids. My kids don't talk to me anymore. Would you talk to you anymore? They don't want to see you. They, don't, they, they watch one of their parents or both their parents emotionally die in front of them. You, do you think that that stunted their growth in any way that it didn't affect them in any way if you don't think that that affect you if you don't think your unhappiness affects your kids that is an issue it is your unhappiness is going to affect your kids I, I think I seen the Kevin Samuels video very recently where he said happiness is not a part of marriage I was like what the hell he's like if you if you arguing or getting abused you need to do like, I don't know if he said getting abused but he said if you arguing or you have problems keep it in the bedroom don't do it in front of the kids I'm like and when people go on his show and say that I'm, my last relationship was toxic, he, he, he rolls his eyes. It's like he don't believe in toxic relationships. <laughs> I don't know. Allegedly. Yeah. I seen what happened to Tasha K the other day. I ain't trying to get the Cardi B Tasha K treatment. I ain't got four million. You know, <laughs> I ain't got that. I don't have that. I'm talking correct. I'm using proper English. I don't have that. I don't have $4 million. You know what I mean? So take care of your emotional self, y'all. Water your own emotional garden because if you don't, no one else will. I promise you. Your kids deserve it. You deserve it. Every Your family deserves it. People around you deserve it. They don't deserve a broken down shell version of yourself because you're unhappy in this situation, but you don't, you, you can't find the strength to leave because of the trauma bond. Everybody deserves You deserve the best version of you. The people around you deserve, deserve the best version of you. And that's just factual. That's not me making stuff up. That's me stating facts to you right now in, in this, in podcast form. You know what I mean? So, what are you going to do? The decisions are on you. I know everybody's situation is different. I know everybody can't like, I'm, I'm leaving today, Lee. I'm not telling you to leave today because I know everybody's situation is different. You might be a stay-at-home mom or you might be a stay-at-home dad. Your your wife might be the breadwinner and she's, you know, she's financially abusing you. You don't get to spend any money, sir. You know what I mean? <laughs> That'd be kind of funny to see. Um, but no, it wouldn't be funny to see. But it's just like, it's not, I don't think, it would, is it common? Is that common? How many stay-at-home dads are there? You know what I mean? But yeah, so you have to like emotional death will come comes comes fast. I mean, it comes way before physical death. So, so if you want to die, I mean, if you don't want to die, so y'all just hear that little beep beep. My zoom my zoom person just entered the, the waiting room. So y'all, anybody about over here? Like and subscribe for more. Water your own garden more than you water somebody else's. I truly appreciate every single one of y'all. Mental illness is out. Peace. My podcast is hit that five stars for me. I'm gonna give y'all a couple extra seconds. Hit that five stars for me. I truly appreciate y'all. I'm super thankful for y'all. Thankful for the good reviews, the five-star ratings. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Mental illness is out. Peace.